Hello and welcome to another podcast from BNP Paribas Wealth Management. I am Edmund Shing, Chief Investment Officer for BNP Paribas Wealth Management. In today's weekly podcast, we are going to talk about the peak round two inflation scare that we seem to be seeing at the moment. The question we're getting from clients more and more at the moment is, following the January data, which seemed hotter than expected, both for the economy in terms of growth and also particularly in terms of inflation, the question is, are we seeing another surge in inflation or is the trend still down overall? So should we worry about inflation or can we remain calm? I think if we look as to where we are today, the prevailing narrative in financial markets up until recently has been that inflation rates have peaked globally last year, thanks to the efforts of central banks in raising interest rates, plus, of course, the additional effect of calming of COVID-related goods shortages, which had occurred last year. But now, the surprisingly strong economic activity and inflation data prints, which we've seen for January, both in the US and in Europe and the UK, have challenged this narrative. Are we wrong to expect inflation rates to decline over the next few months to more, in quotes, normal levels? We don't think so. We still expect economies to slow further in the months ahead and inflation rates to fall as well. Here are five reasons for thinking this. Firstly, you should never, ever read too much into one month's worth of data because there's all sorts of volatility that can happen, particularly weather-related volatility. And this is particularly true in the winter. Remember that January actually was relatively warm in Europe and the US compared to historical average. So let's see if a pattern of this data, both for economic activity and inflation, forms over a few months before rushing to any conclusions. For now, the overall medium-term trend is of slowing inflation from very high starting levels, led by the US, but with Europe following also with a lag. Secondly, a number of key inflation components continue to fall. Energy prices, global food prices, house prices and rents, particularly in the US, the cost of transportation and logistics, crude oil and petrol and diesel prices, to name but a few key components all of which are falling on a year-on-year basis. Thirdly, consumers are clearly reacting to the effect of higher prices, for instance in the supermarket. Branded goods companies like Unilever and Nestle can only increase the prices of their products by over 10% on average, as they have done over the last year, for so long, before consumers simply switch to other products which are cheaper. The evidence that this is happening is already available, with discount food retailers like Lidl and Aldi seeing huge gains in their market share in the UK and Europe, as consumers look increasingly to limit the effect of high food inflation on their budgets. Fourthly, the effect of higher interest rates acts with a lag. It can take 12 months or more from the time of a central bank raising interest rates to seeing the full effect of this on economic activity subsequently. The US Federal Reserve only began to raise rates above zero for the first time in March 2022, i.e. less than one year ago, while the European Central Bank only raised their interest rate above zero for the first time in September 2022, so not even six months ago. So the central bank rates will continue to slow the US, UK and Eurozone economies for at least another 12 to 18 months to come. We have simply not felt the full force of what central banks have already done up to now. And fifthly, forward-looking indicators for the US economy in particular, like the Conference Board's leading economic indicator and the famous bond yield curve, which is inverted at the moment, 
continue to point to a US recession sometime later this year, even if it's only a modest one of i.e. two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. That's still what these indicators point to. In conclusion, I believe that too much is being read into one month of economic data. Yes, it is clearly true that the global economy is seeing better activity across the board in January. Yes, it is true as well that inflation rates are not falling as quickly or as smoothly as we would like. But there is still plenty of evidence to suggest that economic growth is still slowing in most of the developed world and that inflation rates should continue to trend lower over the remainder of this year and into 2024. This in turn suggests that now is a good time to increase investment exposure to both corporate and government bonds. We favour short-term US and Euro government bonds after the recent jump in yields to 5% for a one-year US Treasury bond and over 3% for a German two-year bond. We also favour investment-grade corporate bonds in the US and Europe, which offer an average of 5.4% in the US right now and over 4% today in the Eurozone. Thank you very much for listening to this weekly podcast from BNP Paribas Wealth Management. Please do like, share and subscribe this podcast and listen to others in the series of this podcast that come out every week. For more information on our research, please do search for BNP Paribas Voice of Wealth on the search provider of your choice. Thank you for listening in and talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.